Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy, Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. The Michael Reed Show Podcast. Tune in weekdays from 9 on LMFM. To contact us, email now. Michael at LMFM.ie. Now legislation introducing mandatory quarantine was debated by TDs in the Dáil yesterday. There were views on what is being proposed uh, for and against. Uh, Some thought it was too harsh, as uh, the Minister said afterwards, and some felt that uh, the measures didn't go far enough. Uh, The idea is uh, that people travelling into this country from uh, 20 countries overseas will have to quarantine for a period of two weeks in a hotel and that will be mandatory. Let's talk about uh, this with Thomas Byrne, who's uh, the Minister for European Affairs, and Darren O'Rourke, who's Sinn Féin's spokesperson on transport. A very good morning to both of you, and thank you indeed uh, for joining us on uh, the programme this morning. Uh, Thomas Byrne, do you believe uh, that there was any merit in the criticism that you heard yesterday? Well, there's always merit in, in, in debating these things and hearing what people have to say. But I mean, the point to remember as well is that this legislation was passed with vast cross-party support. I mean, people people want this, so clearly it's doing something that people can support. And it's absolutely normal and natural that there are different views on, on items. But I think not much of a different view. I mean, essentially, most of the debate yesterday was whether uh, we would have a blanket quarantine. And then the Minister for Health trying to explain, well, actually, the lawyers, the EU, the Constitution is saying, no, let's do this on a case-by-case basis. Well, really, for this to countries that, that this is going to affect, and that this is obviously going to be expanded, but based that on on, on medical evidence. I mean, that was the, nut- the, the issue in a nutshell, really. Mm. Yeah, no. And the minister did say that he had to take into account uh, European law and uh, the constitution, and uh, both had to be upheld uh, if uh, this legislation well, he, was to be legally sound. Uh, but uh, on what basis would a blanket ban be unsound? Well, I mean, I suppose the word that the ministry used, and this is a well-known legal term, is proportionality, that you can't just do something which, let's be honest, does affect, I mean, anyone that's coming into this country at the moment, if they're coming in, they have a right to come in here. You can't just land up at Dublin Airport as a new person, never having any connection to the country before and come in, except as a, possibly as a refugee, and I doubt very much of them are, are coming. So anybody who's coming has a right to be here. So we're restricting that right, we're restricting their freedom of movement pretty significantly by putting them into a... Uh, you know, a hotel or a facility for a couple of weeks. So, so the, what the lawyers are saying, and certainly the EU is saying, and the Constitution, I, I've no doubt, would say, is that there has to be proportionality. So there is a public health crisis, and absolutely protect public health as the one priority, and their individual rights as well. And how do you balance that? And this is what the advice was to the minister. Um, and, and it's a so what happens in Australia or New Zealand is disproportionate, is it? 
Well, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to comment on that. But what I would say is, I think, I think everyone would agree on this. This is the toughest quarantine now in Europe. Um, it's similar to Britain, and that's Great Britain because does, that doesn't apply to Northern Ireland. But the, the, it is the toughest in Europe. Um, and we've had we've had various examples, and this is a point I'd make. And this pandemic is difficult, and I mm. fully get that. We're all browned off. We are all. I mean, I've had to send my kids out for to get a bit of exercise now in that sunny weather, take a break from school. That's the reality that's facing every family at the moment. It's really, really difficult. And um, we want this to end. It's going to end by vaccine, mm. uh, effectively, and that's going to that's that's ramping up all the time. And yes, there are difficulties, but by the end of June. 82% of the adult population in Ireland will have had a first dose of vaccine. Okay. And it may be more, but that's what the forecast is at the moment. So this thing is, I hope, with the help of science, winding down. But we can never predict these things. Because okay. last year, last year, two examples. Last year, I was later in Betty's scenario, was that there's no COVID here at all. A few weeks later, it was rampant. Slovakia, I was told by numerous mm. constituents, why aren't we like Slovakia? You know, nobody mm. has got this right. Slovakia was doing well at one point last yeah, year. Yeah, but in December we didn't have the UK variant. Uh, in January we did. And this is what people yeah. can't understand. Why why import the um, disease? Uh, and ju- ju- just well, the... Ex- ju- 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 sorry, just... The variant. But, but, but if it's not legally possible to do this, uh, explain the law or which sections of the law. Refer to us so that we can look at, at it afterwards. Which part of European law prevents a blanket ban? Which... Uh, article in the Constitution or which combination of articles in the Constitution prevents a blanket ban? Well, I mean, I mean, we, we, can, have a good, we can have a good discussion about that. But I no, mean, just point, us, point, point, course, point course, us to the law and we can look at it afterwards well, and uh, well, people can test it. First of, all, first of all, the basic principle is in, in European law that people have freedom to move. Okay? So that's the basic principle. So we want to restrict that. We have to do it for, for, for legally sound reasons. So what's happened is... In the this is an emergency, though. These are public health measures and those yeah, 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 considerations yeah, yeah. override right. those okay, rights. Okay, and you're okay. not restricting the, 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 the freedom of movement. What you're doing is putting a, a system in place to protect public yeah. health for a short period of time, yeah, two yeah. weeks to make sure that it's safe. So that, that, that hardly holds up, does it? it? Well, the problem is, if this legislation didn't hold up in court, we'd have a serious problem. And we've already seen in the Netherlands, for example, where lockdown legislation was stuck down by a court. So these things, this is an emergency situation. This is actually like the financial emergency legislation of 10 years ago, where the, the, the Attorney General put in numerous paragraphs at the start in terms of recitals explaining this, this is an emergency, dot, 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 this is what we want to do because he wants to make sure that this is legally sound, that nobody decides to go okay. to court. Okay, uh, I want to bring Darren O'Rourke in. Just, just, just tell us about the constitutional aspect of it. Uh, it's the freedom the of movement in, in, in the European Union. The constitutional Union. aspect of it is that you, you, you cannot put somebody in, in a place for two weeks. You just can't do that in the normal circumstance except when someone's committed a crime. So this is a, this is a vast change to anything we've ever done before. Well, you can give them the option country. of doing it or, or denying them entry, can you not? You, well, if, if, they're, if they're Irish citizens, you can't deny them entry. If they're Irish uh, residents, you can't deny them entry. So this is the point. That these are not tourists. There are no tourists coming to this country. They certainly shouldn't be, but they're not coming. They're not welcome at the moment. Okay. Anybody that's coming to this country can be here. Now, we do not want to get this struck down. We want to, this, as I said, is the toughest, the toughest uh, quarantine uh, in Europe at the moment, along with Britain. And we've okay. seen, for example, what we're told, for example... Okay, let me bring in Darren. In Northern Ireland, they don't need this. They don't need this quarantine. Mm-hmm. That's the only place with the South Africa uh, virus. Darren are telling us that they, there's no international travel in Dar- Darren O'Rourke, do you accept this argument that it is not legally plausible to go further than this list of 20 countries which the Minister said can be added to if it's deemed necessary? No, I, I don't accept it at all, actually, Michael. And, and I think, you know, a feature of of the the government's response 
to international travel uh, right since the, the, the start of the pandemic has been that they have been the ones explaining why they couldn't go further uh, up until such point as they were the public pressure, the political pressure made them go for, further. And, and that's a, a really frustrating position for the public to be in and for the political opposition to be, to be in. And, and it applies in relation to the passenger locator form. It applies in relation to testing at the, the ports and the airports. And now it applies in relation to mandatory hotel quarantine. So the, the government um, are, are, you know, for, for their own reasons. Um, and I don't know what those reasons are incredibly reluctant to take the, the the very hard decisions in relation to to these measures. Well, and, you've and just heard two of the reasons, that- the right to movement in the European Union and uh, the fact uh, that you can't deny Irish citizens or residents but, the, the, the right to come here and insist that they be uh, imprisoned for a period of time. But but, but, we're, we're, we're propo- but they're, at the same time, they're proposing to do it for 20 countries, do you know? And, and they're telling us that they can do it for more uh, on a needs basis. No. Um, European countries the, in the first instance and non no, but, but but the suggestion is that we can do this the, the clear suggestion from the minister is that it, it, this can be applied to any country and to all countries on a needs basis um the argument from the opposition, I think, from the general public is that as it currently applies, and, and you know, it doesn't apply at the minute because the, the government obviously did no preparation in terms of, of what a regime like this might look like, despite the fact that NEF had asked them for, 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 for this as far back as, as last May. No work, no preparation has been done. At the minute, you know, the legislation has passed through the Dáil. It'll go through the Shannon next week. We, we have no indication of how the regime will work in real practical terms. The Gardaí tell us they don't know what their role will be. We don't know what hotels will 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 be used. We don't know how the system will operate. We don't know how the appeals process will operate. Um, but the important point in relation to it, Michael, is that this, as a measure, is not going to serve the the, the purpose that it's intended for. It will not protect the importation of vi- of virus and variants uh, at a time where we have vaccine and variants in the community already. And we've seen that yesterday um, in terms of the the new Nigerian variant. I I think it's interesting in all of this debate, we hear the government uh, pointing towards their, their, as if it was a a badge of honour, how quickly they responded to the the British variant. Um, You know, as soon as we became aware of it, we uh, banned travel from from Britain. That variant now is 90%. Stephen Donnelly said yesterday that he's taking his advice from the chief medical officer uh, and the minister said if uh, Tony Houlihan says to him uh, some country or other needs to be added to this list, he'll add it, that the legislation allows for it. Yeah, but but in their in their clear letter on the fourteenth of, of January, Michael, and this is the basis of, of this argument. And let's not forget that the Tonishta less than a month ago said that it would be disproportionate that we shouldn't introduce mandatory hotel quarantine for for any countries, uh, despite the fact that there was the request there from from Neffet on two measures, uh, remo- make every effort to remove the discretionary element in terms of restriction of movement and in relation to post-arrival PCR testing. They've done nothing in relation to post-arrival PCR testing, and they've, they're proposing to do the absolute minimum in relation to the restrictions of, of movement. So, so, the, so the regime we have in place now is 
so-called mandatory home quarantine for uh, you know, 180 out of 200 countries a- across the world. We had the guards earlier on in the week saying that they are not policing that. They don't know what Eamon Ryan is talking about. Um, they don't know how that uh, re- regime is operating. We know anecdotally um, that 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 system is is not working. It's it, the Taoiseach himself said it was, you know, unimplementable that you you couldn't uh, monitor people who are supposed to be quarantined in their in in their own room. Mm, okay. and, and Michael, I want to make this point. The really important point in relation to this is, first of all, it the 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 government's proposals they won't work, they won't be effective. But as importantly, Michael, it's just terrible for morale. This idea. Well, that they they will work for people coming into the country from twenty countries that are on this list. Uh, that that is the case, Minister, isn't it? Anybody yeah. coming to this country from any of those twenty countries will have to go into a hotel for two weeks. And that's and that's and that list will expand as well. And that's okay. the point. I mean, Darren asked, why can we do this for these countries? Does that include Irish citizens, by the way? Oh yeah. Okay. And this is the point. So where 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 are their constitutional rights? Well, see, this is the point that you, there's a balance and you strike the balance of constitutional rights. And that's what we're trying to do in the legislation, um, because you say, right, on the one hand, you have this right. And on the other hand, you have, a, you have a, obviously a, a severe global health crisis. How do we balance that? So we okay. say, right, OK, well, we will restrict uh, people's freedoms if they're coming from these particular countries because of the massively elevated health risk. And as I said, this is the toughest um, quarantine in Europe. And I make well, What about the stream, stream of traffic from Brazil to Portugal? Uh, it's incredible, which is why uh, Portugal suffered from the Brazilian uh, variant as much as it did uh, when uh, that first uh, appeared. Uh, can people travel here from Portugal uh, if they only recently arrived in Portugal from Brazil? No, they can't. Okay. That's very, very clear. If you any, any time in the previous 14 days have been in any of the countries, then you have to have 15 days. Quarantine. 15 days. Yeah. Uh, there's the mandatory but, quarantine in the facilities. And, and the difficulty, Michael, in, in fairness on that point, and, and, and Thomas is right on that, but the the point here, uh, like I can see people just trying to find the workarounds in relation to this, and there will be workarounds. The Taoiseach was saying you couldn't stop Irish residents from coming into this country from Brazil only last week. But if a Brazilian yeah, has it, no... Uh, in connection with this country, they have no entitlement to come into this country either way. Yeah, because I mean, the, many but, of them but, are Irish citizens. Be, because the uh, visa-free arrangement was suspended, but two thousand of them did, despite that. Can, can I make this point as well? I mean, it, Darren, I'm sure, in his constituency office, would have had constituents on to him about this particular issue. So, when when the British travel ban was imposed before Christmas, the type of cases that were on to me who couldn't get home and had to go on to emergency flights, people using hospitals there. People's families lived in two separate countries, and that's more common than I even realised. I had a case there from one of the countries on the list whose parent died, and they ring me up crying now and have to stay in a, you know, have to go into quarantine and can't see anyone for two weeks. And unfortunately, that is the law. There are no exceptions. But there are so many of these cases that happen all the time because Ireland, Irish people have spread around the world. People have come to live in our country over the last 20, 30 years as well. They've connections around the world. We are such an open, and that they are the realities, and they are people now who, who mm. unfortunately, because of the global pandemic, we'll, we'll, we'll have to suffer in the interest of all of us. That's a valid point, Darren O'Rourke. And in fact, it could be worse. If you look at the experience in New Zealand, people could be waiting for months to get into the country. No, I, I, but I suppose the, the point, Michael, in relation to this is if it was working effectively, this is to, to deal with non-essential travel. Um, and, you know, I, I think that the, the 
you know, what really offends people and, and what actually sickens people is this idea of the huge sacrifices that ordinary people are making. And then they look on, but, on but TV or they hear on radio. Just, and just, just address the point that the minister uh, raised there. Is it non-essential travel uh, if somebody wants to come home for a funeral? No, well, well, like I, I suppose in, in, in any of it, Michael, there there are, you know, there are, and Sinn Féin proposed that there would be a... Um, a quarantine waiver on, you know, on really exceptional grounds and humanitarian grounds. Now, I don't think, in fairness, uh, like the the regime would be very tough. Um, it, it most likely, and I don't know, you would take public health advice in relation to it, but I don't think it is is intended to apply for for funerals, for example. Oh, um, but and 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 that's a that's an extension of it. But Michael, I'm, it's it's about it's about a public health intervention. Okay, let the minister come back there because he's a different interpretation. Sorry, I mean, no, I mean, there is a humanitarian exception, but the Minister for Foreign Affairs has to personally sign that. Now, I can't frankly see the Minister for Foreign Affairs doing many of them because every single one would be questioned in the public media, likely so. But this is another very, very important point, Michael, in relation to this. And Darren is talking about vaccines and variants in the community. I mean, all of the vaccine manufacturers have said that they're still looking at the variants, but a lot of them have said, actually, in fact, AstraZeneca said it would be easy to change their vaccine in a similar way to the the, the flu vaccine has changed every year. But look at Northern Ireland. Yeah, yeah, but no, no, I'm not talking about risk, but I'm just talking about giving people hope and not just being down on this all the time. But, but the other point is, we're told in relation to Northern Ireland, there is no international travel, there is certainly no quarantine required in Northern Ireland, and yet that's where the South African virus has been found on this island. So these things, like this, this, this is a global society. The other point that scientists are making as well is that some of these but, but variants all the more are, reason, are all the more reason to ban, all the more reason to, to to introduce a mandatory hotel quarantine regime from from Britain. Why 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 is your government refusing to do that? We're, we know the the Bristol variant, we know the Nigerian Aaron, variant. Will, Where do you think they are coming from? Well, in fact, I mean some some of the variants. I mean, obviously, with virus mutations, they just happen. I mean, there could be a Dublin variant at some point in the future. We don't Absolutely. know. All the more that's, reason that's, to introduce the strictest uh, uh, quarantine but, but regime. But the point is, Darren, possible. and again, you'll have seen at Christmas, and I've absolutely no doubt there were people in our constituency, real serious humanitarian issues. Maybe, as I said, a family who just live they're together, but they live no. separately. Loads of those but examples. But that's people not fair. Uh, no, work. There were people who were working in Wales over Christmas who couldn't get back and we're on to all of our offices. Okay, we're not going to find agreement. We're not going to find agreement today. I have no more time. Michael, if I can just just come back in relation to that. In 20 seconds, please. uh, Thomas is using the extreme cases, but the truth of it is the element, the, the, the large majority of it, and we last week as well. It's non-essential travel. It's people taking discretionary travel for reasons that are not essential and it sickens people to see the, the contradiction in terms of their efforts and people okay. travelling to you know, sun, sun I am over time. I have to leave it there but thank you both indeed for joining us on the programme this morning. Much appreciated. Sinn Féin's spokesperson on transport, Darren Rourke, who's a TD for Mead East and the Minister for European Affairs, Thomas Byrne, who's a Fianna Fáil TD for Mideast. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. 
Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.